the bathtub is like a classy adult lady to do. But beer in the shower is not. It's frat boy nonsense? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, because the world is cruel. Podcast episode 263. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is Tyler Dryblay. Welcome to episode 263. We're talking about insects and politics and banging. So, what a fun episode for you. And our third uh, host today is the notorious Three Stacks. Hi, I'm notorious. Oh yeah, everybody knows about you and your uh, exploits. Your crazy and wild exploits. All the weird things I do. You're like the Van Wilder for our generation. <laughs> Is that a reference I should get? Oh Jesus, Emily, okay. <laughs> Am I notorious okay. for not knowing right, things? So, pulling out some Van Wilder right at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, usually I like to save that for minute 30, minute 40, but right. here we are. All right, well, Sam, I know you introduced your, or told me what you were going to be drinking, but I can't remember, so remind me. I have Evil Twin Brewing's Even More Pecan Pie Jesus. <laughs> so being from the South, I love pecans and Jesus. Sure. And beer. Well, two of those things are true. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm, I'm ambivalent about pecans, honestly. Right, and you love beer and Jesus, so um, there you go. Got it. Oh, that reminds me, today we were hanging out with Three Sex's family, and someone said schmutz. <laughs> uh, uh, Three Sex's brother said schmutz, and I was like, that's our word. And Emily's mom was like, well, okay, but you're not allowed to say Catholic stuff then. And I was like, when would I ever need to do that? But now I have to say Jesus. Nah. So this is an imperial stout brewed with molasses and pecan extract. You know, I, I in general, prefer, like, the real deal to extract, but A, pecan seems like the type of thing that would be tough to get without it just being all oily, and B, I appreciate them saying it's extract, because I feel like a lot of the time they don't tell you specifically that it's extract. And this is 12% ABV. Alrighty. So uh, a lot of sweetness and some nuttiness and some maltiness, so I guess I don't know what, what else I would have expected. It's weird, I feel like Evil Twin's deal is doing crazy shit. Mm -hmm. So even though the fact that like by a normal brewery stand <clears throat> standard, this would be like their wacky beer, just like, yeah, it's a pecan imperial stout and it tastes like a pecan imperial stout. Next! You know, <laughs> like for Evil Twin, it's right down the middle. It's, it's weird, I like, I love them so much that I hold them to a higher standard, but at the same time, like, I don't know what they could have done to make this better. So right. I guess I shouldn't criticize it. But here we are. Yeah, I guess I'm just a total butthead. Yeah, that's that's been my experience with you. Three Stacks, you want to tell us what you're drinking? Um, yeah, tell us about your beer. I'm drinking a mistake. Uh-oh. Is it's, it not a beer? It's a cider. Ah, that's not a beer. The mistake is that it is a salted cucumber cider from Stem oh. Ciders. 6.5% ABV. 
The ingredients are fresh pressed apple juice, fresh cucumber juice, hops, and sea salt. I'm just trying to figure out what the mindset of the three stacks that bought this beer was. Yeah. Not beer. This non-beer. I think it was, this will be wacky. It sure will be wacky if that one cucumber Gatorade I drank is anything to go by. Which if cucumber Gatorade? Asia? In, Cal in California. Close enough. I think they sell that, like, everywhere. It's like cucumber melon or something. Yeah, well, it's more like somebody barfed in my mouth. Well, that's unpleasant. Yeah. It is a little hazy for a cider, but not not too crazy. Oh, no, it smells like cucumbers. Yeah, no shit, homie. It's also <laughs> very carbonated. Look at this thing go. Look at it go. I feel like that's not that uncommon for ciders. It's not that uncommon, but... Uh, the dog's being a situation. I'll be right back. You okay. continue. That's honestly not as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, does it smell more like cucumber than it tastes? No, it tastes a lot like cucumber. Oh, you just like cucumber uh, more than you thought you would. I think the the difference is that I was worried that it was going to taste like dill, and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. They put a dill pun on the can, so I was worried it was going to taste like pickle juice mixed in cider. Right. Um, but it tastes but like... But they didn't pickle that cuke. Yeah, it tastes... A little bit salty, but also, like, if you just poured a cider into, like, that cucumber water they always have in the lobbies of hotels. Sure. Okay. Well, I still think that sounds gross, but I'm glad you don't hate it. I didn't say I don't hate it. I just... I hate it less than I thought I was going to hate it. Okay. Okay. She had planned on taking one sip and then taking out her revolver and shooting it. Jeez. All right. Well, uh, I have... Crimson Pistol by Trogues. It is an IPA with hibiscus flowers. It is 6.2% ABV. It pours out kind of reddish with like your, your kind of normal beer head. It smells kind of hoppy and flowery and maybe a little bit fruity. Mm. It tastes like a refreshing juice. It doesn't really taste that much like a beer to me, to be honest. It, it just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Hold on. Let me give this another sip. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I can see where they're coming from with, with calling it an IPA, because there there are some hop, there's a, a note of hop bitterness in there, but it's, it's kind of light on body, very refreshing. Uh, overall, I mean, hibiscus is not like an overwhelming flavor, you know, so it just kind of tastes like some, some florally water, but I mean... I could drink a bunch of these on a hot day, no problem. So I don't quite know how I feel about it exactly. You know what I think will help you get to the bottom of it? If I drink the rest of it? And have a chat with your pals for the next 35 to 45 minutes. Sure, yeah. I, well, let's try it out anyway, you sure. know? It can't hurt. Scientific method. Speaking of being very scientific, we're going to go to thesun.co.uk. And let me preface this by saying that the sun is pretty much a garbage paper. So just keep that in mind. But the article is Sex Pack. This beer is scientifically designed to increase your sex drive, ladies. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't need this. <laughs> and boy, they have some interesting things in this article. Like the first line is, forget brewer's droop which is a hilarious term for whiskey dick, in yeah, my opinion. I, I just wanted to confirm it's the same thing as whiskey dick. That's uh, from context, yeah. Okay. But, so, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. I think it's Sir Nabas Brewery in Dorset. Is Dorset in the UK? Probably. It 
Yeah, uh, so it's in Dorset. They, they launched a beer called Watercress Warrior, which is a pilsner that incorporates a bunch of watercress seeds. And watercress seeds are, I guess, rich in vitamins A, B, C, and E, which, according to a link that I didn't follow, are known to increase virility. So, like, most vitamins are good for virility? Pretty much. Cool. Uh, the thing about this, though, the reason that you know that it's for slamming is because they have a big picture of the big Cernabus giant on it. And if you don't know what the Cernabus giant is, um, it's, it's a giant naked chalk carving, basically endorse it and he's got a big old dick and balls well he's got a regular human-sized boner i mean proportionally yeah but like in real life that thing's that thing's huge it's 35 feet yeah regular there size. you go i want so, to before we talk about this article talk about this i thought we already did talk about this article okay you uh, want to talk about the nipples and not the giant boner Oh well, they are. Why are they so much larger than they should be? And also halfway down his torso. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not that much larger. Like my friend Lucas Annunziata, you could fit dollar pieces on his nipples. You know, like they're that's pretty much. I've been told I have floppy pepperoni nipples. It's true. I mean, look at your own husband and his floppy pepperoni nipples. Well, I was told that before I was pubescent, so now I have floppy hairy pepperoni nipples that's true that's true that's certainly true it's like if you dropped a slice of salami on the floor please Speechless, never take your huh? shirt off again <laughs> yes ma'am all right but um yeah i mean the placement is definitely pretty odd like his collarbones appear to be under his arms do you guys have any like historical context for this like is this some some dude in the 80s thought it would be funny no or... i i don't sure have that... any off the top of my head. I mean, I know that these chalk, like, so it's, it's, they take off the vegetation on top of the chalk, so the chalk shows through and that's how you make it. And I know that there are, like, some hells of old-timey ones. This doesn't particularly look like that, but I can't say for certain. I mean, it looks like it's trying to be that. Because the, right. the dude is naked and he has a club. The earliest right. mention of it dates to the late 17th century. Oh, so that's oh. old as fuck. They're not sure when it was actually first carved but uh, but like that's still pretty it's pretty old. old but this ain't some yeah. dude that did it for the vine is what i'm saying yeah right, no, right, right this is it's some you know middle ages dude who did it for the plague vine for ye oldie lols but yeah so basically sam like what you said at the beginning it's it's just that it has vitamins in it that's about it uh actually so. this is a a whole, this is British, so it has vitamins in it. Vitamins, excuse me. Yeah, it has vitamins in it. That's really the only thing. It's not like it has, like, I don't know, some sort of taurine Or, like, you know, rohypnol or anything like that. Ooh. Oh, no. Yeah. Hey, I said it didn't have that, so. I, I just I, want to point out that the implication you just made is that being roofied increases your sex drive. That's how it works for me. Every time Beck and I want to be intimate, I take a whole bunch of Rohypnol, and I get a huge boner. I can see Becca's foot in the shot on Skype. I can only imagine the glare she's giving you right now. Sam said he can only imagine the glare you're giving me right now, so he was pretty spot on, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. Good job, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what's going on if you're... <laughs> One of our many UK listeners, go out and drink some Cernabas Watercress Warrior and tell us if you got your hump on. Well, hold on. Like I said earlier, we're scientists on this show. 
So yeah. go and buy it, and then sit well, in, a, in a dark room for 24 hours and tell and write down how many erections you get. Then drink the beer and sit in the same dark room for 24 more hours. Tell us how many okay. erections you get then. That's fine. Or get your hump on without the beer, and then get your hump on after drinking this beer. And tell and, me what the diff- what was the difference. And then just to be sure, get your hump on at the exact time that you're consuming the beer. Right, and then film all of that and send it to me. Wait, what is this down here? Is this some? Is this just some bullshit? Oh no! Why is this video here? Woman at Miami Dolphins game filmed urinating, standing up in men's toilet with beer in hand. Okay, well, so she's just a champion. Yeah. So, and she doesn't even have one of those devices, the like wee pee or whatever it's called. A she wee. Yeah, that one. She's got a hand on a beer and a hand on the wall. She's not holding anything. I guess yeah, she's and leaning her, her it pretty shorts far. Are just down around her ankles. They're not even around her ankles. They're around her knees. There's definitely yeah. pee on her pants. Well, she. I guess she was out drinking some uh, some Watercrest Warrior. Well, it says she was at a Dolphins game. And I think I might have told the story on the show before, but situations at professional football games in the bathrooms are completely unacceptable. I, I was at a Bills game for no real reason, and the lines for the urinals were so long that people started peeing in the corners, and then lines developed for the corners as though they were legitimate urinals. And the thing is, peeing is so much faster as a dude that I imagine that the, the line for the women's was even longer. I just wonder I, if this is why the line for the men's room is always so much shorter. Because you yeah. guys just make your own extra... That's, that, that's only happened once in my whole life. It is pretty odd to me that people were like, you know what, fuck the rules, we're gonna pee in the corner. But actually, rules are okay, we'll stand in line to pee in the corner. Yeah, I mean, like, at that point, pee in the sink. Like, clearly, right. clearly this is chaos. Pee... Outside of the bathroom, go in the yeah. women's room. Pee yeah, exactly. in your pants. Like, why are you still? Why are you still holding on to the vestiges of society? We're clearly way past that. Now. I think it's the people that got in line are the ones who are like, I'm not willing to blaze this trail, but I am willing to walk it. Bunch of beta cucks. <laughs> I want to point out that in this video, they blurred this woman's face, but not her entire butt. Which that's is a, just that's, out. That's a total UK thing to do. Because they, they don't care about obscenity, but they do care about privacy. They also and did I, not... I said privacy, not privacy. They also did not blur the face of the man who's very clearly staring at her while holding... Maybe just zipping his pants, maybe holding his junk peeing. You can't see his junk, so either yeah. it's very small or it's not out. He, he is can't... not going to have a good ear, uh, angle on that urinal. I think he's putting it away. It's hard to tell from that color photograph. I, I think probably he signed a waiver to say, yeah, I was looking, what? <laughs> and and he's wearing sunglasses, so it's hard to tell. Is he looking at her face? Is he looking at her vagina? Maybe he's looking at the cameraman. Or or, I, it looks like there's someone else to her right. Maybe hey. he's making eye contact with that dude like, can you believe this shit? He could be blind. We don't know. Yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe he's blind. Uh, yeah. He's not. But, um... <laughs> I guess I don't want to. I don't want to say necessarily that this guy's a complete pervert because we don't know for sure that he's a, a complete I, pervert. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's not. Okay. Well, that was a remarkable amount of mileage in this whack video at the end of the, a whack article. Yeah, so they, let's move on. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't just send you a link to this video. Well, we haven't actually seen too, the video, but it would have made time. me too horny. Right. Yeah. So that's that's a beer article down. What's been going on with you folks? So, you know, it's always tough 
when three sex and I are, are on together because for the most part the interesting things that happen to us are the same things sure but we've done a few things this weekend and I'm gonna let three sex get first pick you want to talk about the wedding you want to talk about the fair or you want to talk about the pubs I don't feel like there's that much fair content but I'm not for either of there's not others. much fair content okay well let's let's bang it out right now uh, we ate kangaroo meat next what what what? Yeah. We ate, it was called the Sloppy Joey, and it oh, was uh, no. kangaroo Sloppy Joe served in a little pita pocket so that it was in a pouch. Wow. Well, okay, see, kangaroo, back when I still ate mammals, was pretty high on my list of mammals to eat. The highest, as I've mentioned, was zebra. Zebra. But oh, wait, we're not the, doing that anymore. The mighty zebra. So, but kangaroo, so you got to chow down on some kangaroo. How was it? Could you tell that it was a different meat? No. It just tasted like, like beef? Knowing that it was kangaroo, you could tell that it wasn't beef, but I would not, if you had just handed it to me as like, here's a sloppy joe, I would have been like, this is fine. I would, I would have said, this is, this is a sloppy joe, but it's less good than most sloppy joes. Which uh -huh. might have been that it wasn't a particularly good sloppy joe, or it might be that kangaroo meat is inferior. Everyone sure. else who tried it said it was very obviously gamey. I did not notice. I, I didn't notice either. But I, I feel like it, the only real way to do a direct comparison would be to have, like, a steak. Right. Because then, like, it's all meat. You know, you, it's not, you know, I don't know what seasonings they added sure, to this beef. Sure. What if they just gave you a kangaroo sloppy joe and a regular sloppy joe made with the same seasoning mix? Then, I mean, at least that's an apples-to-apples -apples comparison. Yeah. But, so then I, I would be able, I'd be able to tell a little bit better. I guess, really, the purest way would be a tartare. Nah. Nah. But, I mean, nah. The thing about tartare is it's fucking gross. Yeah. Definitely. Got okay, well, sushi. that's pretty crazy. I mean, that's the one that didn't have content, for the record. Right. So, or do you want to just say that one was yours, Stax? I... I can talk about either of the other things if you want. I'm gonna jump in on whatever you talk sure, about anyway. Yeah. So well, uh, well, let's talk. Let's talk pups a little bit, though. Okay. So Emily wants another dog because I guess for some reason Barley's not good enough for her. No, that's so not. wait, are I you just... you're trying to run a menagerie out of this house now? You're gonna have three wild beasts contained within your walls. Well, Four if you're if you're counting this guy. Oh, I'm not. Okay. So it's, it's not that Barley's not good enough, it's that I want our dog to have all of the friends that he wants. I want our dog to have a dog. This if he could like, be responsible this, I, for a dog. That's not I feel how like it works. this is the argument for a second child. <laughs> but Like, yeah, no, we've had him for like, you know, like a couple years and he's great, but like, wouldn't it be great if he had a little friend? But the thing is, wouldn't it be great if he had a little friend? <laughs> I... Uh, kind of to your point, Tyler, I was like, hey, maybe we should have kids. And she was like, what if we got a cat instead? And then we compromised and got a cat. And then I was like, hey, what if we had kids? And she was like, what if we got a second dog instead? And then we compromised and now we're getting a second dog. Well, to be fair, getting a cat and a second dog doesn't require me to give up drinking and like all control of my body. Yeah, no, so. to be fair, uh, I 100% agree with Three Stacks on this. You but, keep buying animals. But the, I'll buy you a parrot. I don't want a fucking parrot. No, I, I want have, a parrot. I have no money. I'll spend it on lizards and rabbits and shit. But, so you're telling me that you don't want more of my seed in the universe? Oh, I want less of that sentence in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just play it five times in a row on the final edit. 
Please don't start referring to my uterus as the universe. Oh, oh, no. Across the universe. It's where I'm going to spread my seed. Oh, no. I've made myself sad. So we want to talk about dogs? Yeah, so, okay, so you're getting another dog. Maybe. Maybe, possibly. We met we met puppies, and we told them that we wanted the puppies, but other people also want the puppies. Sure. So now we have to wait to see if they think that we are the best home, or if another home is the best home. Mm. So we're going through this, this, like, rescue agency, essentially, and they post their doggies, and we were like, this one. And they were like, that dog's too popular. You don't even try to get that dog. So we were like, okay, well, she has brothers that are probably just as good. But then I guess some openings came up for the first dog. So we went and we saw the the initial dog and two of her brothers in like a big trip and kind of said, like what you're supposed to do is it's this, it's like a weird matching process that really could be solved with software and should. Uh, the algorithm for this is, it's 10 lines of code, it's killing me, but basically you tell the one you like the most, we like you the most, and if you like other ones, you say, we like your dogs, but not the most, so if we don't get the first one, we'll see if yours are still around, so, so there, so we, we had, like, two separate home visits, one with the girl and the other with both of the boys, and the thing is, both of the boys clearly had had a full day before we got there, so they like slept the whole time, and they were adorable. But uh, we didn't. But, like we brought Barley with us because we wanted to see how he would interact. And he and played. It didn't really happen. Right. He like tried to get them to play, and they were like, "Fuck off, dude!" And he was like, "Oh, okay." And then was clearly <laughs> bored the whole time. Whereas with the the first dog, they they played a little bit, and it was really cute, and like they had a good dynamic, even though Barley doesn't realize that he's too big to play as rough as he does but for the right. most part it was good she was just eating his face and it was so cute and then she was munching on his tail and he was like what's happening and she was oh. like my mouth is full of fur now she she had a little mustache which was just barley fur it was oh. uh, kind of disgusting but and he she kept eating emily's shoelaces which was something that we shouldn't allow but also extremely cute <laughs> dog's barking now so i'm gonna see what he wants all righty well, I guess I will hope that you get whatever dog you want to get. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, like, I want her to go to the best home, but also I want the best home to be our home. Sure. Uh, and I kind of want to be a selfish bitch about it. <laughs> well, you know, balance. Everything in balance. I also felt very weird typing an email that was like, so we want this other dog, but, like, we wouldn't be sad with the, the dogs that you have. They're fine. Yeah, that's also kind of a, uh, a a hard line to walk, I guess. Did you uh, tell him the breed? No, everyone feels everyone has just been asking me if I'm making this breed up because no one's heard of it. But they're Catahoula Leopard Dog mixes. Oh, uh, now three sex. Are you making that up? I'm not. Oh, okay. They're just very speckly. They're speckly working dogs, and they're the cutest things. All right. Well, like I said, good luck. We won't have a dog, a new, a new dog, by next week, but we should, like, no. know if we're getting one of these three pups. Okay. So, fair warning, that's probably my content next week. Stay tuned. Alrighty. Let's do another article. Let's stay on the topic of animals. We're going to go to Thrillist.com. Wasps are getting drunk off fermented fruit and terrorizing beer gardens. 
last week we talked about how the heat wave in Europe was making uh, it rough for for brewers in Germany because they couldn't get enough beer bottles. And now, um, apparently, the heat wave is having an effect on English drinkers. Wasps, I guess, generally eat larvae. But the larvae... What? Really? What larvae? I I don't... So, hold on. There's... Where's the... Where where does it say? Larvae from Hive Queens. It does say that. Yeah, it does. Where does it say that? In the first paragraph. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they eat larvae and from... From hive queens, apparently. So wait, but, uh, they're cannibals? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how wasps work, bro. But the, the supply of larvae has dried up because of the heat, and so to get their sugar fix, the wasps are eating fermented fruit and also lapping up the leavings at beer gardens. And so not only are they flocking to beer gardens en masse for this uh, delicious uh, sugary substance. But when they drink it all up, they get drunk and, much like people, get angry. And they fly around and attack all the people at the beer gardens. So that's not working out so well. So this is going to seem like a non sequitur, but stick with Uh me because I'm going somewhere. Okay. We play a lot of Ultimate Frisbee with teams that are kind of randomly generated. So Uh you play with a lot of people you never played with before. So you often start out the season with some sort of an icebreaker, which is like, you know, how long have you played and what position do you prefer? And random question X. Uh-huh. Which was, what do wasps eat? Is that what your icebreaker? A couple of times it's been, what's your spirit animal? And I've never had an answer to that that I felt was satisfactory, but now I think I do. A wasp? A drunk wasp. A drunk wasp. Okay. Well... That is something. Yeah, I I, uh, I want to go back to this thing about them eating larvae. Did we Have we backed that up? Because that does seem weird. 3Sex seemed like she was halfway through Googling it and gave up. Is that true? I mean, I Googled what do wasps eat, but as it turns out, there are a number of kinds of wasps, and they eat different things. Oh, the kind on Thrillist.com. Uh, well, I'm on Wikipedia now. Oh, God, there's just so many words. I mean, this sentence literally says, some are predators or pollinators, whether to feed themselves or to provision their nests, which is the least helpful thing you could possibly tell me. Yeah, that's a little, that's a little tricky. Sometimes wasps go and find things to eat and then eat them. (laughs) Thanks, internet. Well, I mean, I guess that's another point in your favor for being spiritually like the wasp, you know? Uh, You just, who knows what you eat, you just go out and find whatever and eat it. Well, they're social wasps and they're solitary wasps. Most wasp species are solitary insects. As in not having a hive. Having mated, the adult female forages alone, and if it builds a nest, does so for the benefit of its own offspring. Whack. So that might be a hive queen. I guess is a nest and a hive the same thing? We sure are learning a lot today. We sure are asking a lot of questions that aren't getting satisfactory answers. <laughs> and isn't that the essence of learning? I... Uh, mm-hmm. The wise man is the man who knows nothing. According to westernexterminator.com, which has given me a bulleted list instead of a lot of words I have to parse through, in general, wasps eat nectar, fruit, honey, small insects, and plants. Well, I guess a larva is technically a small insect. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You would think that they would specifically call that out, but whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well... Yeah, I, I do think it's funny. Like, I've seen those videos of drunk monkeys, like, effing stuff up at resorts. 
but I've never heard of drunk wasps before. It's nice to know that lots of in, uh, animals get blasted and cause trouble. I feel like uh, my mom has told me a lot about uh, my parents taking me apple picking once or twice as a child, but there being too many drunk bees on the ground. Apparently, when bees eat a bunch of, like, fermenting apples, they just, like, pass out and are just on the ground around the apple trees. Yeah, I mean, that's what would happen to me if I ate a bunch of boozy apples. I would just pass out. That reminds me of... Ethan Schmaltz passing out in the ravine. Me too. Fuck, I forgot he did that. That's not what I was going to (laughs) say. But it is a ravine story. Oh. Uh, My first semester roommate... Uh, yeah. Gathered a bunch of crab apples in a a shopping cart. I don't know where he got the shopping cart. I guess he just stole it from somewhere. But there wasn't even like a supermarket near campus, so I don't know what he did. And so I just came back to the room one day, and there was a shopping cart full of crab apples. And he was like, "I'm gonna ferment them." And I was like, "Okay." And I was, and and I had the thought, I wish this was weird, but it's not. I think the the weirdest thing. Despite the fact that he masturbated while I was there. The weirdest thing was when Tyler and I were playing video games in the room, and it was just one room, so obviously, since we could only see each other, we were the only two in the rooms, until there was a rustling from the closet, and he opened it, and came out for a second and went back in, and later clarified that he was studying and went in there because it was quiet. Yeah, I was just hanging out with Sam, playing video games, and then a person emerged from his closet that I didn't know was there the whole time. I think we're playing Marvel Nemesis, which I believe We were playing at, Marvel Nemesis. In, in, which was a great precursor to us playing Brawl and me obliterating you at it. That, well, that's true. I feel like I did once see a Reddit post about a guy who had hidden in his closet to like spook his roommate. And then ended up just sitting in his closet for like four hours watching his roommate masturbate because he was too uncomfortable to stop him. Wait, he was masturbating for four hours? I think it was like, he was like, well, I'll just, I'll just wait until he falls asleep. And he like masturbated and then like just sat around for a couple hours before falling asleep because this guy now had to like figure out how to sneak out of his room without his roommate knowing that he had been in the closet watching him. I wouldn't say that Sam's roommate coming out of the closet spooked me as much as it deeply rustled my jimmies. <laughs> Great. So, Tyler, you transitioning from frivolous nonsense to actual real things, tell sure. us what you were up to. I was a little late to recording today because Becca and I went to DC. We went down there as part of a uh, counter-protest against the Unite the Right 2 rally. I think most people are aware that Unite the Right is the group that was part of the protest in Charlottesville last year where some people died. The car-throwing rally, we call it. What? The car-throwing rally where they threw cars at innocent people? Yes, that's the one. That's the one. And so this year they had a permit for D.C., and so we went down there, and I don't know, it was certainly an interesting experience. It's not, like, I'm not used to taking part in protests really so we got down there and there was like this big thing happening in freedom plaza with like a lot of speakers and stuff and it was fine but it seemed kind of i don't know uh, a little frivolous because it wasn't happening in the same space that the unite the right rally was going to take place in so beck and i left that and we walked over to lafayette park which is where they were going to be protesting and there was a big group there too 
Why was that first group where they were at all? I don't know. They, uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. But they're like, just like, well, we're also going to have a rally and ours is going to be better. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. And for like people who didn't want to go into a confrontational space, maybe. I'm not really sure. Because they were afraid by, of getting hit by automobiles. Yeah, seems reasonable. Fucking cowards. <laughs> but um, as it turns out, they didn't really need to be afraid. So Beck and I were there, and we actually we ended up being like right uh, at the front, pretty much. So we went to Lafayette Square, and the police had put up barricades between where we were and where the Unite the Right group was going to be. And so we were like right up on the barricades, and they ended up showing up at like, I don't know, four o'clock maybe, and there were maybe 40 of them, so it was not a big group. There were lots more counter-protesters, probably like a thousand. And so, I don't know, I did a little bit of yelling, but it's it's tough for me in that situation because I, a lot of it seems kind of performative, right? And like, I feel too self-conscious to take part in that, so I, I don't know. I felt a little weird, but I also felt good being there. Um, I, I feel like the yelling is unnecessary. Be, just because, um, obviously, the type of people that are going to be at this are yeah. not the type of people that are going to have their minds changed, especially by, like, some one-liner rhetoric. Right, right, right. So, really, what you're doing is you're almost literally a drop in a bucket. You're right. just another tally mark to, so that when people report on it later, you say there were this many for this thing and this many for this thing. Yeah, I mean, the only time I really did any shouting was they had some speak. Even though it was a super small group on the, the uh, alt-right side, they had a couple speakers. And so when the speakers got up, you know, everybody made a lot of noise to kind of try to drown them out. And so I did some, you know, kind of just sounds. General which honking. I, yeah, which, like, it seems... You know, at least that has a purpose, right? But like some of the chants and stuff, like I just feel too self-conscious for that. But they were they so the uh, the alt-right people, I guess, had a permit from like five thirty to seven thirty. But like I said, they showed up at four and they were gone before five thirty. And there weren't that many of them. It started to rain, so I think that helped. But basically, they just like they showed up and there were a shitload of counter-protesters and then they bounced. So it was. Uh, I mean, I'm glad I went, but like it wasn't that big of a deal. It feels a little bit like a victory for the North. Yeah, yeah. You, you staved them off? Right. I mean, I I don't think we did anything by being there, but it was good to have at least a, a show of force to, you know, you can't just let them be there uncountered. I'm sure you and Becca as individuals didn't do anything, but I would, right. but, you know, the whole deal is you're part of a group. You're making a group yeah. slightly bigger. I'm sure the group as a whole did something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh, I, I, either way, I feel like it was it was probably good to go. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. There were a lot of police. There were more police even than than all right people. I think they had some police on horseback, which I thought was very unnecessary. And uh, yeah, so I think I think the horse the what cavalry police or whatever the fuck yeah goddamn uh, South Mounties I guess you call them <laughs> yeah. Uh, I th that's probably sort of a show of force thing just to be like, yo, we know what happened with these motherfuckers before. There are a shitload of cops around, and we'll, we'll hit you with clubs. Well, yeah, I mean, they, the police were definitely trying to be like, there's going to be no contact between these groups, and they were very clearly establishing boundaries. But all the police were turned towards us and not towards them. 
which also kind of makes sense. Like, obviously, 40 people aren't going to charge a 1,000. But, like, I don't feel like... Like, it was a pretty... It was a peaceful protest. Like, nobody did anything. I felt it was unnecessary to have mounted police face our side. I didn't think that was necessary. Well, I mean, even if one in 25 was facing the other side, then that's proportional. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... I No, none of the mounted police were facing the other way. They were all facing our way. But, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like you gotta take that dub and move on. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like I said, I, I was glad I was there. It was it was an interesting experience. I don't really want to go to more, but, like, if it's necessary, DC's only two hours away, so I probably will, you know, if more stuff happens. Yeah, uh, but it was, it was to, kind of strange. Go to Shitty Grove and take the red line in? We went to Largo Station and took the silver line in. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, because I'm I'm used to coming from the west and you're coming from the north. That makes sense. That is correct. Yeah. So, but Move yeah, on. overall, what? I was repping red line. That's all. Sweet. Uh, yeah. No, it was it was interesting. I'm glad I went. Um, but it was it was just kind of strange. And so that's my report from the front. Uh, Continue to listen, true believers. <laughs> that's me trying to be Stan Lee. It was pretty bad. That wasn't great, so let's move on to something else that's kind of political. From TheHill.com, Texas Brewery makes Beto beer for Democratic Senate candidate. Representative Beto O'Rourke is running uh, against Ted Cruz. I'm sure everybody knows who Ted Cruz is, the senator from Texas. And it's kind of a long shot campaign, but he's picking up some steam, and Circle Brewing Co., I guess, is trying to help his campaign out by releasing Beto beer which was made to, quote, highlight O'Rourke's race against Cruz in this year's midterms. It is an election pale ale. It doesn't say that any proceeds are being donated to the campaign, so... I I hate to see that. Yeah, that's not what I love. I guess it's more about, like, getting awareness. But, uh, you know, raising awareness... Even if it was, like, to the NAACP or, like... Fucking right. something that aligns with this guy's views would be fine with me. Yeah, it, it does seem weird. Like, it just seems like you're capitalizing on a on a name and kind of on a movement without really doing much. You can always claim that you're raising awareness, but, like, that's such a nebulous concept. It seems kind of like a cop-out. It's so cheap. Yes, it seems, it seems quite cheap to me. But that's what's going on. Of course, I think we should be unsurprised to know that uh, Circle Brewing Co. is coming out of Austin, Texas. As, like, the one liberal place in Texas, that's where I would imagine that they would be operating out of, so that's not a surprise. Oh, what three, else is three going Sex on? 3 is making a mistake. Excuse me? 3 uh, Sex just hit the load comments button. 3 Sex, what are you doing? What, what's going on? She's I was trying wondering... to fucking poison the well. Today's full of mistakes. Why... I was wondering why you were so quiet, and then I, it's because you're about to commit self-harm. Yeah... So, are there any are there any sweet comments you want to read out to us? Oh well, there's one that says, "Did they mean beta beer?" <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Yeah, um, most of the comments are actually in favor of this. I'm not sure that I'm necessarily in favor of it, though. Like, well, I think most of the comments are in favor of this candidate, so uh-huh. they at least have to 
you know, I, I feel like if you're if you're about to comment on a board, you have to take a hard line, and you can't say, okay, well, let's think about the nuance here. We're in favor of this candidate, but maybe they could be doing more because they're not actually donating to the campaign. You know, are you saying are... news site comment areas aren't the place for nuanced, balanced discussion? Yeah, that's why I told 3Tech not to click that button. <laughs> that makes sense. It is a mistake. Yeah. Still scrolling. Still scrolling. I'm... I clicked out of it. Good move. Good move. So the beer is a limited release. It'll be released um, later this month and will be available in Austin and San Antonio until November. So it doesn't look like any of us are going to be able to sample it. But if you're a previously unknown listener who lives in that area and you want to try out this beer and let us know how it is, email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. Well, you know what would really make Ted Cruz angry? If you had a bunch of, like, gay sex on drugs? Probably. Also, foreigners that are happy. Oh, okay. Because I have some happy foreigner content for you. Happy foreigner content? Did some furners get married? Uh, well, one... Well, one did. One furner got married to an Oklahoman, which would really piss him off. <laughs> So, I, I was, I mean, I would say Emily's friend, she's, she's, they're our friends at this point, but, like, the main contact point is, uh, Emily's friend got married to this German dude. And oh, so, so they would be happy anyway, with that sweet, sweet Aryan blood. He's uh, a ginger, so. He has, he has nice blue eyes, though. He does have nice blue <laughs> eyes. Uh, like mine. I should have <laughs> married him. <laughs> so. Okay. So, just, <clears throat> I'm just thinking of the highlights from the wedding. One was, it was an outdoor ceremony. It was, a, it was a nice day. It was hot, but it was nice out. So they did the whole ceremony, and they're, like, walking out together, hand in hand. And some song, I don't remember. Green Day, Time of Your Life, or some shit. Oh, uh, God. You know it what? It wasn't. I have to it be... was not that song. Okay, because I have to be honest, I fucking hate that song. It was a trite song, whatever it was. But, cute. <laughs> um... <laughs> And they were just walking hand in hand. And it was, like, a long ways to walk. And I, like, I like leaned and whispered in Emily's ears, Skip, you fucking nerd, skip! Uh, <laughs> and then, like, three seconds later, they started skipping. And I was like, nice. fuck yeah. And also, uh, they were d- doing the whole wedding on the cheap thing. Uh-huh. And one way you can do a wedding on the cheap is you don't hire a bartender. You hire Sam Ginsburg. Yeah, you... You ask Sam, please do this, and he says, all right. Uh, so I attended bar at the wedding, which was a really interesting experience because I'd actually never done that before, and it was a weird dynamic because, I don't know, I feel like I feel like you learn a lot about people based on how they treat service staff. Oh, 100%. That's why I hate most of the people who went to Allegheny College. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, of course, I treated them poorly, too, so what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, you're a wiener. And they, and probably also they were like, oh, this guy? He's an asshole. I know him from other circumstances. He peed in my shampoo bottle. But, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> but it was really interesting interacting with people because some of them definitely knew that, like, I mean, I was at the ceremony, so if they, like, had their head on a swivel, they would have seen me. But some of them clearly knew that I was a volunteer, and some of them didn't. Uh-huh. And some people were very cool to me. Actually, I should say the vast majority of people were totally cordial and pleasant with me. But a couple people were, like, super snippy. And I was, oh, yeah. like, I was like, oh, 
I guess you're a fucking dick, and nobody <laughs> here knows. Because if they knew what a dick you were, you wouldn't have gotten invited. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was a fun little experience. We ran out of bottled water, which I is a thing that like I wouldn't really think of, like because I had never attended bar at a wedding before. But at the beginning, it's beer, 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 wine, 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 beer, 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 wine, 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 and then later it's just water, 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 yeah. water. And uh, we ran out of water. Well, we ran out of bottles of water. So I was like, I can fill this plastic wine glass with tap water, or I can give you cans of sparkling water. And some people were not happy with me. And I was like, and I wanted to be like, hey, listen, asshole, I'm not getting paid for this. And the reason there's not enough bottled water is because the bride didn't think to buy more. I'm not your enemy, dick. But instead I was just like, sorry, dude. (laughs) So that was, I mean, that was most of my experience. Three sex came in and hang out with me me on and off so i wouldn't die did you get to enjoy the party at all or were you on duty the whole time uh, i was on duty the dog's barking emily's gonna go see what he's on about now i don't know he speaks so weird today yeah so it, we saw the ceremony and then they, they they did the cutting of the cake like super early i don't know what that was about and then that was my cue to go behind the bar and then i was there until the bride and groom were gone right so like i had a brief moment to like go and grab food and like wolf and also very nicely like at, right at the beginning is when the spike is like which makes sense like your first opportunity to drink everyone's in line so some random dude who apparently was the maid of honor's boyfriend who did not know he was going to get roped in just <laughs> got sent behind the bar and he was like i'm dan and i guess i'm supposed to help and i was like cool dan you my boy uh, <laughs> and then dan and i worked the line for 10 minutes and then I was like, Dan, you're dismissed. Thank you for your service. Shout out to Dan. Yeah, he, he was a good dude. But it was weird. Like, I kind of thought I would have some minor degree of orientation. But, like, they didn't even tell me where anything was. I, like, had to dig through the refrigerators. Like, okay, this is where the beer is. This is where the wine is. I didn't have a bottle opener. I had to rummage through some hutches to find a bottle opener. Um, I was lucky all of the wine bottles were twisties. Because I can open a bottle of wine, and I was kind of like, I was at first I was like, do they really think I'm incompetent and can't open a bottle of wine? But when people are like already mad at you, and you pour them half a glass of wine, and the bottle runs out, and you have to grab another one, you don't want to have to take the amount of time that it takes to yeah. whip the corkscrew out. You want to just want to get that wine out. Yeah, exactly. So. That was my experience tending bar. Three sexes back, you want to talk about the, like, fun parts? I mean, like, I don't know. There was, there was dancing. It was a pretty typical wedding, I guess. It is nice to know that the Macarena did, in fact, make it out of the U.S. Because <laughs> they played it and, like, everyone was dancing. And I was like, I would not have expected all of these people from Germany to know the Macarena at Yeah, they all. weren't just dancing. They, they knew the dance. They were doing the dance. Well... I had the most traumatic experience I've ever had at a wedding. That's an interesting qualifier there. Which, uh, you know... Other than, uh, saying your vows to me. Well, (laughs) which was just that I walked outside because I was holding a bottle of water that the bride had abandoned, but clearly wanted and needed. So I was trying to find her because she had vanished. So I walked outside and, like, felt something weird on my hand, and it was just like a two and a half inch frog just chilling on my hand, and then I shouted and, like, flailed around a bit, and everyone looked at me like I was a crazy person, uh, which is fair, but there was a frog on me. That's interesting. 
I mean, that whole thing speaks a little bit to the odd dynamic of this wedding. Because I don't know the bride's friends and, like, their relationships with the bride. But it seemed like Emily had her back a lot more than most of the bridesmaids did. Oh, yeah? So, like, and so it just, it seemed like she probably should have made the cut. Right. But I was, uh, I was next in line if anyone bailed. Which is, that like, that feels rude to even tell someone, like, hey, you're first alternate. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, first runner-up. So, like, she, I don't know, it felt to me like, to an extent, she was doing bridesmaid's duties, like, making sure she was hydrated because she was wasted. Right. Uh, and that, that sort of thing. And, like, I mean, even me being behind the bar, like, I feel like that's an easier favor to ask of your bridesmaid's husband than just yeah, your good, good friend's husband. And like, yeah. it wasn't that big of an ask because, you know, I'm pretty introverted, so it actually, like, kind of worked out well to me. Got to spend a lot of time doing D&D prep in my head as opposed to uh, talking to strangers. Other than oh, just God. saying, do you want white or red? That's an easy right. one. By the way, I did a lot of D&D prep in my head. We're playing soon. Is it tomorrow? Uh, yesterday. That's what I meant. Cognitive dissonance, yeah. Okay. Yes, yesterday. Um, Super. I'm glad we did that. Yes, I'm sure we had a great time. You guys yeah. probably rummaged through that forest and uh, suffered. Yeah, probably. But... Yeah, that was um, that was our, our wedding experience. I don't know if we have any more hilarious tales than that. All right. Well, solid. Should we wrap this episode up? Feels about that time. All right. Let me take my last sip and then I'll rate my beer. <clears throat> so I had Trogue's Crimson Pistol IPA with hibiscus flowers, 6.2%. This is a little bit lighter of body than I would have liked. A little more hoppiness, maybe. A little more mouthfeel would have improved this, in my opinion. But it went down very easy. I could I could enjoy a bunch of these. You know, at 6.2%, I'm, I'm going to be enjoying myself uh, a little bit sooner than, you know, your average lager. So that's something. I think I would give this, I'm going to give it like a 61 and I don't know. I don't know who to recommend this to, honestly. I mean, I guess if you, like, really love flowery drinks, maybe this is for you. I don't, I don't know. That's that's kind of a weak one. But, yeah, 6.1 out of 10. Uh, Who's next? You go next. I can go next. So I had Stem Ciders, a salted cucumber apple cider. It was weird. It Honestly, it's probably the best cucumber goza I've ever had. But it's not a goza. But it's not a goza. Is it also the worst cucumber goza you've ever had? No, we had that other cucumber goza. I don't remember that. Was it very bad? It wasn't that bad. Well, I almost threw up when I had a sip of yours. Well, okay. <laughs> um, I, it just, it didn't taste like a cider. It wasn't really sweet. It was kind of like pickle juice if you took the dill and garlic out. But the thing is, it did exactly what it promised me it was going to do. And I have to give it credit for that. I probably wouldn't drink it again. I think I'd give it a 4.3. And I would recommend it to anyone who really just wants to be drinking pickle juice, uh, but getting <laughs> drunk off it. Or anyone who wants their picklebacks to be extra boozy, I guess. There you go. Because I, I think it serves the same purpose. Last week, I shoot out Mary a little bit for her rating being too low, I think. Okay. Was that last week? 
That seems like it was last week. And so I'm going to have to hop on my soapbox again and say that this rating is a travesty. Okay. Because this is this was so fucking bad. Because the thing is, this would be bad for a pickleback because the thing about the pickle juice following the whiskey is that it kind of mellows it out as opposed to making you want to throw up. I would rather drink a warm Miller Lite out of a toilet bowl than have another sip of this. It was so <laughs> fucking bad, I couldn't believe it. Well, to be fair, it's not your rating. No, no, I know it's not. I just, like, I just needed my voice to be heard. Because, oh, God, it's so, so nasty. <laughs> if, if that were mine, it would be the second worst thing I'd ever had for this show. After, of course, that, that vanilla mead that tasted like someone was uh, choking me to death with a candle. Uh, <laughs> He's being a baby. It's really not that it's bad. It's so bad. But what I had was something that was pretty good. I had even Evil Twin, even more Pecan Pie Jesus, which was a beer that I liked, but I imagined would be more punchy. Mm. I wish there was such a thing as, like, a session beer that's 12% alcohol by volume. I guess, <laughs> like, if you, if you want to get wasted playing yard games such that you'll make an enormous fool of yourself, yeah. this would be perfect. I guess actually yard games would be bad for this because it's so dark, but I don't know. I like mostly didn't even notice it while I was drinking it, which for a session beer is a compliment for like a, something that's supposed to be really robust is a little bit of an insult. But when I focus on the flavors, there are flavors. But when I'm focusing on talking about like rude bees, uh, <laughs> I don't really notice it as much. So like I'm trying to pin down the use case. Maybe like if you're a fan at a hockey game, Okay. Because that's like a, you want a dark beer, but also you want to drink a lot, and also you want to not be paying that much attention to your beer, but also you want to get drunk. I don't know. Right. So I guess I'm putting the cart before the horse here. I recommend this to people at hockey games <laughs> that let you bring your own beer in, which I think <laughs> might be no one. Which it's isn't very to say that, niche. Which isn't to say that no one should drink this. I actually liked it. I'm going to give it a 7-4. It's just like, I don't know. I, I guess I feel like this type of beer... I should notice it even if I'm not paying attention, which yeah. which I didn't notice it when I wasn't paying attention. But at the same time, it's 12% and I managed to ignore it, which is quite impressive. So I guess average those facts out in your own head. <laughs> Alrighty. Do you have any idea what you're drinking next week? Uh, I have a watermelon something. Watermelon wheat, watermelon lager, something like that. Sure. Alrighty. Well, cool. Uh, three stacks. Good chatting with you. Thanks for letting me rant. Of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, you were pretty much, it was tough to get you to stop talking today, you know? That's what people so. are always saying about me. I just yeah. won't shut up. That's right. If you want to rant at us, you can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BruceDayTuesday. You can comment on our links at BruceTuesday.com. Don't the best tweet out. We'll see everybody next episode. Goodbye now. Bye. 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 Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. Here comes a shot, lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need, and take your medicine.